What's up, everyone? Today, for another episode of Neural Link Podcast, or Alex Speaks to Himself, or a preview of University Podcast, whatever. Um, okay, so I'll try to blow my mind. I'll, tr- I'll try to blow your mind. I'll try to put everything together. I'll try to put every pieces of the puzzle together. And um, if you are serious, I suggest you sit down with a piece of paper and write down the words that will come out of my mouth and try to play with those words and uh, play with the structure of those words. Put let's say uh i don't want to start now but let's just say uh play a little bit with the words that i'll be using on your sheet of paper and uh try to find uh something let's say similar to s- similar to mine and uh or completely different from mine uh, let's say my model so this is the university model 3.0 that I've been working on uh, for probably more than two years I have a uh, university one university two university three and I've kept each um, models for myself refining them working on them and yes by the way uh, my nose is a jam pack let's say so you'll be hearing me doing this it's currently 2 a.m and i'm in the in black box studios in montreal i have the chance to have access to the studio Thank God and thank uh, thank Mark, thank Ronaldo, thank um, my past behaviors. Anyway, I could be grateful and list many things. So let's just get started after this little introduction. So I have in front of me many subjects and... Let's just put them all together right now. And you can write down you can write them down on a piece of paper if you want. It's up to you. So we have of course spirituality and science because the mission of university is to find the right balance between science and spirituality and i also say that university is a modern alternative to our current educational and economical systems with an s and uh, you can contribute in three ways first is uh, contribute emotionally so putting the time and effort creatively like I'm doing, uh, contributing with new information. You can message me on Instagram and uh, 
contribute financially with uh, let's say the current currency just send me money or send me the current C and uh, yeah so let's go back to the subjects of course spirituality and science and then we have theology and morality then we have education and justice then we have philosophy and psychology then we have governments and politics then we have uh, let's say money and energy or money and resources and then we have business and sales and marketing let's say we have sales and marketing because both together is business and there's also subjects uh, subject words such as time mind intellect information uh, religion letters numbers infinity and uh, finite so again what i'm trying to do is find the right balance between spirituality and science so on one side there this there this uh let's call it emptiness there this uh darkness i call it the uh the unknowable like it will never i will never be able to understand this part of life or reality it's just like f from my perception from my human perception this is completely darkness and i'll never be able to touch this and then there's the darkness that i can discover so the the knowable and the knowable we could say that it's uh, spirituality and then the known we can say that this is science so let's just start with this model of let's say uh, three dots the the, the 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 most profound dot is let's say god uh i don't know it's just i don't know i'm trying to get closer to god i'm trying to get closer to the truth same thing with the truth we'll never get to the truth it's just it's a never ending search it's like uh it's like learning so I see uh, spirituality much closer to God than science. It's like if we have to start with the, the unknowable 
and then we we can go down to the to the knowable which is like let's say spirituality it's still dark i, I still don't know what's there uh, with let's say words but i can feel this part of life let's say um, this emotional uh, darkness let's say and i'll give you an example for this one you just look around and you don't think with words you just observe you're in pure awareness you're just looking around that's that, that to me is spirituality And even though I try to look deeper and deeper and deeper while I'm sitting here in this studio, there's a limit to where I can see. Because when I use the word where, it talks about, it describes a location. So a location is, let's say, a dip. Uh, a defining uh, point or you know and then we go into science after that i was thinking about hogs boson everywhere around me wiggles everywhere like alan watts says and uh so when i close my eyes let's say when you sleep you sleep you're like unconscious that's the the let's say the god realm and then you have some dreams and you have some images and you have your imagination and you have your mind um touching different realms and different um let's say time zone dimensions whatever and this is like spirituality there there's many people that have described you their unique experience or out out of body experience or um ego death experience or uh, you know all these things uh, i went in the past or i went in the future it's like okay that's kind of weird that's like spirituality let's say and then science um we can also say subjective and objective when we talk about spirituality and science i think i'll spend a lot of time on spirituality and science because after these two things everything else is the same duality it's the same uh let's say knowable and known universe and the unknowable universe will always uh, be at the top of all this let's say god or the inf- or infinity so i see spirituality in a in a finite way for now at least maybe after having done DMT a couple of times or LSD I've never done this like ayahuasca maybe I'll have different opinions and convictions but for now it's a it's a it's what it is anyway let's keep going 
So science, okay, there's Ogs boson everywhere. And then, um, these, and then we can start using these fundamental subatomic particles that we have, that we are able to prove their existence with uh, tools that we use to predict, you know, with probability, the, uh, you know, occurrence, things happening. If we take this particle and smash it onto this one, we have this particle. And it's just like the, 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 the never-ending search for smaller things, let's say. <laughs> Even though it, when I say small, it's just relative to us as human beings. Because we could say the same thing as like stars. We look at the sky and we're like, oh, we have found this star far, far, far away in the galaxy and uh, or in the universe with telescopes and then we're like oh this is a big planet but again it's just relative to us and we can play around with this concept of like zooming in and zooming out what do we mean by in what do we mean by out and it and then we can go back to subjective and objective. What, what do we mean inside, outside? We can always flip those concepts around if we want to get closer to God, closer to the truth. Um, like it's always about deconstructing your current convictions and just building a new conviction and just sm smashing it again. It's like it's like science. Oh, a new theory. Okay, let's just prove that this theory is uh, is uh, true. And then once it's true, let's just prove that it's not true. And it's like, okay, well, we're just looking for truth. No one has a truth. The truth is that there's a truth that we will never be able to, let's say, find. We're discovering it we are uncovering it we are unveiling the truth we are getting closer anyway i'm so enthusiastic it's uh i have to calm down sometimes so let's um let's go down a little bit more because i'll I'll go up and down the ladder after that. So at the top, let's say there is um, spirituality and science. And then there is theology. Theology is the study of God. And we can also say religion right there. So there are many religions around the globe or the flat earth I don't know and
all those religions have sacred texts. They all have like weird scriptures and literatures from the past describing events. Um, sometimes it's just through word of mouth, uh, from mouth to ears, and there's no text. It's just a, like, there's no proof that it happened or, um, I don't know. I, I don't want to get too much into this because I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a theologist. I'm a 23-year-old little guy in Quebec. But based on those stories, let's just say that religion and theology is the study of letters and uh, we could also say numbers at a certain point because from what I understand letters comes from numbers so we first have to be able to count in order to be able to write we first have to be able to uh, measure quantity in order to measure quality. So measuring quantity with numbers and measuring qualities with letters and words. So we end up in morality. And morality is a, let's just say, a wrong, right, good, bad. It's like duality. This word is just duality. Going up or down. All these words that are describing um, totally different direction. And there's a lot of movies around morality, you know, Star Wars. Uh, anyway, what is the link between morality and religion? Those stories that we find in sacred texts let's say the bible because it's the one i study i have not studied the other religious texts i have not studied all theologies if that's a word i have not studied all the studies of god so i don't know all the different stories and I also would have to be uh, you know Arabic uh, I don't have the word I can't pronounce this you know I, I would have to know many 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 uh, languages langue French English Hebrew um, 
Muslim or Islam, uh, and then you know Chinese and <laughs> Mandarin. I don't have all the words. And then in all these letters and all these symbols, because letters are symbols. They have meaning. They are representing things. We could say that each letter represents a sound. We could say that it represents a vibration. We could say that it represents an emotion. We could say that each word, each letter represents frequency, state of mind, state of vibration. And then those words and letters that come from stories, we can then look at those stories and ask ourselves questions like, should this um, patriarch, uh, patriarch, maybe not, that's not the right word, but in French is a or patriarch, patriarch, patriarch. Uh, that's not the word. What word am I looking for? Um, patriarch. The the main persona in, let's say, the Bible, Abraham. Uh, Isaac, Jacob, uh, Moïse, peu importe, des personnages bibliques, biblical people. Whether they have existed or not, it's just based on, uh, let's just go back to looking at these names as emotional states. And then you can say, okay, let's compare uh, humility with compassion. And then let's say humility is Moïse, Moshe. And then we say that, uh, let's say, Isaac is... Uh, the discipline. So on one side there's humility and on the other side is discipline. So then you can put both names into a story. And instead of reading Moïse killed um, Isaac Instead, you read humility, let's say, was stronger than discipline or vice versa. You, you starting to, uh, I'm pretty sure you're starting to understand what I mean by the connection with ancient texts and 
what is right or what is wrong. Should I kill my discipline with my humility? Should I kill my humility with discipline? It's just like, it's it's extremely deep, but it... But with this, I'm trying to understand, I'm trying to tell you or teach you or show you that what we think is good or bad is based on story, based on stories we tell ourselves, contexts, and within those contexts, we we have perspectives. So, let's say context could be um, we live in a society where. Uh, some people kill other people. And then you can have multiple perspectives around that uh, fact, around that con- context. Let's say people should kill other people because it's normal. Or people shouldn't kill other people because it's not normal. Or whatever. And then based on these perspectives, based on these opinions, based on these convictions... You can choose, it's always like a, like a decision, if it's good or if it's bad from your point of view, from your perception, from your observations. And that's why it's, it's really hard. It is hard to find a universal um, morality, a universal, uh, let's say, approval of what's good and what's bad for every creatures, for every living agent's for every entity. And then, let's go down. We have information and justice, or we have education and justice. Because again, education or information is linked to morality. Like I said, it's just millions and millions and millions of little pieces of data, little pieces of of observation, little pieces of, of events, behaviors that we look and experience. And then based on these observations and information, we structure those convictions and beliefs and we offer uh, to... Well, we create a, a justice system. Uh, I think that justice is really close to morality. Because if I go check out justice, uh, just behavior or treatment. So again, justice is extremely close to the word right. Are you right? Are you doing the right thing? Are you doing the just thing? So, again, 
one of the reason why I'm recording this podcast and sharing this uh, thinking with you is is to refine my own cooking, refine my own models. And I just saw that morality and justice probably should be put together if the objective is to simplify this model as much as possible so that everybody can understand the difference between science and spirituality and find the right balance between both. So, maybe I'll skip this uh, information and justice and eventually I'll I'll just put it with morality and put it with uh, religion too. So, after that, we have philosophy and psychology, which is again linked to spirituality and science. Because philosophy, okay, so I see philosophy as questions. And psychology, I see it as answers. So on one side, you have unlimited questions. And on the other side, there's unlimited answers. And uh, how can we find peace? (laughs) How can we find peace with these two infinite rabbit hole? Should I ask myself another question? Should I try to answer the questions I currently have? Should I try to answer or find another answer to the same question? It's it's a never-ending process of education and knowing thyself. So... You can fall in love with philosophy or you can fall in love with psychology or you can fall in love with spirituality or you can fall in love with science or you can fall in love with a religion or you can fall in love with a set of morality. You can fall in love with Uh, an education system. You can fall in love with a justice system. That's good, that's good. I'll write that down. And then... You can fall in love with questions and questions and questions and do, like, poesy. Poetry with uh, questions or answers. You could go on a rent of questions and you could go on a rent of answers. Did she love me? Did she pretended to look at me like I was somebody? You know what I mean. And on the other side, Uh, You could go on the uh, 
Answer. Rent. She was right there looking at me. Um, she didn't want me to be there. I know that. Because I saw it in her eyes. It's it's beliefs. It's it's convictions. It's illusions of of the reality. It's these two words are so deep. Reality and illusion. They're so close to each other. It's crazy. You can you can go crazy with these two words. And there's also another set of word that make me crazy. It's uh. Optimism and paranoia. These two words can can go very deep. Maybe that blah, 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 blah. And then uh, you can also have the certitude like this will happen, blah, 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 blah. So on one side, there's the certitude, and on the other side is the uncertitude. It's, it's the same thing with spirituality and science. How many times I'll be saying these two words in the, for the, in the rest of my life? I'm, o- I'm only 23 years old. Will I ever stop using these two words? When I'm, when I'm teaching, when I'm... Anyway, just talking to myself out loud... Uh, so philosophy, questions, psychology, answers. And then we could go down to government and politics. Government could, we could see government as philosophy and politics as psychology. Or maybe we could flip it around. I'm not... I don't know a little... uh, I don't know a lot about governments and politics and uh, laws in general and, uh, uh, let's say... I'm looking for words right now. You know, when you go to prison, penalties, punishment. I don't know much more about that. I don't know much about that. But I understand that there are, you know, left side, right side, and there's like uh, the middle, and there's also... Uh, so yeah okay what comes to mind right now when I look at government, politics, philosophy and psychology the politicians are talking about their beliefs and they're promoting their beliefs to the people and Maybe that the government is more about looking for deeper questions. 
and figuring out what the fuck should we do with these people? Politicians, politicians be like, we are going to do this. We are going to do that. And the government is uh, trying to figure out better um, ways to educate the people. Looking for ways to implement infrastructures, industries, systems that will help society as a whole. Or maybe there's two sides of, maybe there's two sides in governments good governments bad governments this makes me think about morality integrity uh, humility um, honesty corruption if you look at the definition of corruption on Google, it talks about dishonest behavior, something like that. So what's the link between politics and the two sides of government, like the dishonest part and the, the honest part? Are they telling us what they think or they're just lying to us or they they actually believe that that was going to happen or they were just trying their best or you know so many questions we could ask ourselves let's just look at politics definition the activities associated with the governance of a country or other area especially the debate or conflict among individuals or parties having or hoping to achieve power. The last part, I, I'm kind of disagreeing with uh, achieve power. I would most likely prefer to say hoping to spend power or use power in a reasonable, rational way for the good of everybody. I don't know. So let's go down to money and resources, money and energy, or to put it in one word, economy, because economy Uh, is well I'll, I'll read you the definition of Google economy meaning the wealth and resources of a country or a region especially in terms of the production and consumption of goods and services so again production consumption Spirituality, science. 
it's always the same thing. It's both spectrum, both limits. And I think that economy is a good representation of uh, the balance between quality and quantity. And also the word value, how we value things. We value things uh, subjectively, individually, and we value things objectively, collectively. And this is economy, the production and the consumption of individuals and everybody together, humanity. Or we can go beyond and we should go beyond humanity and go into other dimensions other perspectives other um, agencies meaning entities different uh, level of perception different level of consciousness different level of vibration anyway So the politics and the government are trying to figure out how much money should be printed, how much currency should we, like, okay, what's the currency? Right now it's, uh... okay, so let's talk a little bit about money because we're going into business sales and marketing anyway after that. So before we were trading objects, obviously. So you give me a pair of glasses and you give me a beer. That's probably not a good example. Uh, I give you three trees and you give me a boat. Okay. And then, so, so the currency back then was, let's say, wood. We're trading on wood. Okay, great. And then the currency is then uh, steel. Okay, we're trading. We are trading axes and, uh, you know, boarding pots and uh, ustensil. Whatever, you get the point. And then we trade on gold. Okay, it's a mineral. Okay, it's same way as steel, same way as wood. It's just resources, natural resources. Okay, so, but when we go beyond gold, beyond minerals, we find, like, if you zoom in on minerals, you will find molecules you will find the atomic structure you will find the uh, elements of the periodic table maybe i'm wrong uh, the periodic table are the elements and i think that elements are Molecules, uh, 
uh, mostly because a, a molecule is more than one at atom I think but inside an atom there are other subatomic particles so it's just always subatomic particles subatomic particles from the wood you look at a tree you zoom on that tree there are minerals inside that tree let's say there are three percent mercury and two percent titanium and two percent oxygen and three percent lithium whatever you can also look at on google the the, the the composition of elements in the human body. I'll go look at it right now. Human composition. Uh, right there. 65% of oxygen. 18% of carbon. 10% of hydrogen. You get the point. But... Let's go back to the point. Money, currency. So, how do you move from trading wood and steel to trading minerals and then trading subatomic particles? Like... Okay, I'm going to give you this amount of subatomic particles. And you're going to give me this amount of subatomic particles. And you're and we can also say that subatomic particles are chemicals. And chemicals are emotions inside our brains. So we're basically trading emotions. So, okay, I'm trading this emotion with you and you're trading this emotion with me. And this emotion is either uh, instant or it takes a certain amount of time to, let's say, building a boat. Building a boat is a shitload of chemicals, you know? You have to eat stuff, you have to, 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 to sweat, you have to use your time. It's almost unimaginable to try to quantify these little subatomic particles and quantify them and call it, let's say, this is the currency. This is the current medium of exchange based on our scientific observation and quantifiable measures with the tools of current modern innovation. You know, my brain is fucked up. I told you at the beginning of this podcast, I tried to fuck my brain up and I tried to fuck yours up. So I hope that the goal is accomplished. So let's say I'm giving you $50 million. The currency is the dollar. So what does the dollar represent? The dollar represents a measure of, it's like a variable, it's like a letter, it's like a symbol, it's like a, it's like a symphony. Sorry for that. 
I'm not even sorry. Uh, I just don't know what to say. So I say that. So I know what I'm saying. Money. And resources. Energy. So yeah, let's go back to my point. I give you 50 millions. And you give me 30 million. So I make 20 millions. But are we talking about money or are we talking about energy? Are we talking about a currency or are we talking about resources? You're just going to drop a number inside my bank account? I don't give a fuck. What do you mean? Okay, there's a number inside my bank account. Great. What can I do with that number? What can I do with this variable beside that number? What does the variable beside that number mean? What does it represent? You know, the central banks right now, there is a new, there, there are new currencies coming in rapidly. Let's just look at the crypto space. There's a lot of new currencies. People will slowly build confidence around these new currencies, around these new technologies, around these new, uh, let's say, Let's say building confidence towards tools of measurements. You trust that tomorrow there will be electricity inside your house. You trust that tomorrow there will be internet. Working with your computer. You trust that tomorrow there will be uh, what's deeper than Wi Fi? Well, Wi Fi is a let's say a frequency. If you look at the spectrum of light, uh, Where is Wi-Fi? Long radio waves? Uh, Wi-Fi on the spectrum of light. Anyway, I can't find it right now. But let's just say that you believe that tomorrow there will be light. You have confidence in the fact that the sun will still exist tomorrow morning, right? So, we could base, uh, we could have a better 
way of quantifying uh, the energy from the sun because we all trust in the sun, let's say. And since we all trust in the sun, we could all trust in a in a tool of measurement, tool of quantifying how much joules the sun or how much photon. Let's just call the next currency photon. How many atoms are you responsible of? I am responsible for 35 trillion uh, photons. I'm responsible for 50 trillion uh, Hogs boson that are currently in circulation in the visible scientific observation from the human perception. Maybe I should write a book. I should write a book. And maybe this is the book. I don't know. So, okay. Let's go back to... Uh, let's go to business, sales, and marketing based on this. Uh, let's just conclude the money and energy thing so the money and energy thing makes me think about quantity and quality the numbers and the variable or the symbol of let's say you know u.s dollar canadian dollar so to connect both together let's just call um both Instead of using the word quantity and using the word quality, let's use the word pragmatic. So, and let's call this new economy the pragmatic economy. Or the, I don't know, pragmatic would be related to, you know, actions, actionable, utility, effectiveness. You know, physical world, real stuff. If I go take a look at, at pragmatic, it talks about reality you know i said uh, a little bit earlier we talked about illusion and reality and here in the definition of pragmatic it says dealing with things sensibly and realistically this is a really important word realistically in a way that is based on practical another uh, good word for pragmatic rather than theoretical consideration so theoretical consideration could be uh, uh, illusions it could be propositions 
it could be assumptions, it could be uh, presupposition. I'm not quite sure why we add the word pre before, uh, like presuppose. Like, I don't know the difference between presupposing something or supposing something, even though I keep looking at the difference between both words. I just don't get it. But anyway, so pragmatic value. Pragmatic value is not a subjective value. Pragmatic value is not a, an objective value. Pragmatic value is not a quantifiable value. Pragmatic value is not a qualifiable value. It is both at the same time. It is a realistic value. It is a practical value. It is a... It is a... An effective value. <laughs> I don't know. And this... Let's call this business. And business is busyness. You know, doing things. So, okay, we're getting somewhere. Pragmatic value, busyness, doing things. Okay, so what is busyness? What is time in motion? What is resources moving? What is... Uh... <laughs> oh, can't believe I'm doing this right now. What is business? Business is service. Business is movement. Business is information in motion. Business is data. It's moving data. Business is moving data. Whether it is spiritual data or scientific data. Whether it is emotional data or let's say, intellectual data. I think you get what I'm saying right now. So I think you get what I'm saying with the word business and the difference between emotions, subjective emotion, yet not... Uh, defined but you're still living those emotions you're still experiencing the spiritual realm you're still trying to figure out deeper and deeper and deeper parts of you with uh, let's say feelings new feelings new level of peace new level of enthusiasts new level of uh of connection to God, subjectively. And on the other side, same thing. There's this, uh, there this, uh, um, yeah, I called it the intellectual, um, value or the intellectual movement. 
you know, uh, being able to play with concepts, being able to play with words, being able to, 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 to compare, to contrast, uh, to uh, make models, to uh, calculate things, to predict things with numbers. You can also predict things with emotions, you know, predict emotional outcomes. So predicting is a big word right there. Predicting emotional outcomes or predicting uh intellectual outcomes predicting science uh, predicting spiritual events or predicting science events or physical events okay let, let's just flip to the word metaphysical and physical because it will be better for this example for this subject of business sales and marketing so Predicting metaphysical realities or predicting physical realities. Or we could also say events in this uh, case. My nose is a mess right now. Uh, and I understand why. Okay, so... You can either... I was about to say make money, but uh, I can, we could also say make resources or... It's not even making because no, we're talking about creation right now. We're talking, we're going back to the top. We're going back to God, who created the material, who created these resources, who created these entities, who created these these creatures, and we can also go into. Who created the, the 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 currency? Who created this number and this and this uh, letter that represents uh, this variable? And <laughs> so much information. Uh, okay, so God, the creator, or whatever you want to call it, uh, you, you can believe in a creator or not, but it, you can't deny the existence. So, things exist. Resources exist. And right now, money exists. And I don't know how things will work out. Maybe the monetary system will get better and better and better. Maybe the, the financial system will get better and better and better. The, 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 the way we calculate things, maybe at some point it will, we will trade uh, 
Hogs boson instead of Canadian currency. Maybe that would make more sense. Maybe one day we will trade number of bits that are running inside your computer or number of of joules or numbers number of electricity because again you know gold standard gold standard it's 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 pretty much the same thing as electricity standard how much gold by weight is in circulation on earth how much electricity by weight is in circulation on earth it's it's the same thing and we can go down and down and down and until we get to the point where we're talking about um, gravitational force of Hogg's boson relative to the dark matter. To, to the dark matter. I'm not a physicist. I'm not a. I'm just a, again, with as much humility as I can possibly find. A 23-year-old dude in a studio in Quebec. And okay, so I don't know how it, how better the economical or financial system will evolve and get better over time. I can have predictions about that and we are talking about these predictions right now so i have emotional predictions and i have scientific prediction so on the emotional side there is the this uh, idea of resource based economy that i fell in love with like i said at the beginning you can fell in love with philosophy or you can fell in love with psychology what i suggest is both this is the balance this is the right balance between science and spirituality go left go right go in the middle go left go right go in the middle go right go left go in the middle go in the middle go in the middle go left go right it's always about moving and learning and we could go ahead and dance and rap and i don't care but at the same time i care you know it's always it's the same thing repeats itself you get the point. So on one side, I fell in love with this resource-based economy. You can go and take a look at the um, let me just take a look at resource-based economy because I don't remember the name. It's uh, the Venus Project with uh, this guy called uh, um, Jake Fresco. It almost looks like a like a utopia, like a utopia, like everything's perfect. Nobody is working. Uh, everybody has what it needs. Uh, resources free and available to everybody a world without money okay that's 
pretty uh, seductive to me. That's like, oh, that would be nice. A world where like there's no subjective and objective. It's just we're all connected together and we all understand each other's subjectivity from our own subjectivity. So there would be no gap there would be no objective gap between our own individual subjective perception. We would all be connected to this one universal consciousness or God or well, whatever you want to call it. With uh, our intuition and oh, uh, there would be no manipulation and this world would be completely morally ethical and uh, there will you know justice no more poverty no more war and all this uh, um, you know uh, the, the paradise you know paradise the, the oneness the unity the beautiful uh, everything you know the the, the 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 entire package deal you know <laughs> The, give me the 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 one size fits all, you know. And on the other side, on the uh, more scientific uh, I always have difficulties from jumping from one side to the other side completely like going from this side of the paradox to the other side of the paradox it's it's easier to go in, into the to, to find the middle again and then i can go into the other side of the paradox so we were talking about predictions that's the word see so that's my anchor point where i can go back and forth between uh, polarities or extremes. So, emotional predictions and science, uh, scientific predictions. So, I think I already talked about the scientific predictions about, um, you know, quantifying the amount of Hogg's boson, for example, in, you know, available through production on Earth or currently available, you know, our rate of production and our rate of consumption, our economy uh, and... Uh, there, you know, there is a part of me, there is a scientific part of me that, that says we will never find this utopia that I just described and we will simply innovate and have better scientific ways of calculating observations and predicting uh, the distribution of resources and the distribution of chemicals 
and the distribution of emotions all around the globe, not only for humans, but also for animals and vegetals and minerals and chemicals and atoms and elements and you you get the point it's it's this uh never ending zoom in zoom out this quant you know we're, we're still stuck on earth we're not yet on mars and on other galaxies physically at least maybe some people can go there metaphysically with their spiritual subjective experience if they're honest to themselves and uh and not lying for um i would say feeling of of importance and recognition of their existence from other subjective individuals. I'm just using words and words and words and words, but what's the point? <laughs> Busyness, okay? Sales and marketing now. Because, you know, busyness, time-consuming, whatever. We played with that concept a lot. Now let's go deeper into sales and marketing. So sales and marketing. Let's say that sales is much more closer to money than marketing. Let's say that sales is making money and marketing is spending money. Let's say that, okay, there's this important point that I want to, to, to tell you guys before we continue. There's a difference between printing money or creating money and making money or taking money. You know, there's... The, the, the Federal Reserve, the central banks that print the money. Okay, so they create the, the, the quantity. But right now, I'm not talking about this, okay? This is more about governments and politics and, you know, justice and economy, money and, you know, the, the, the Federal Reserve and all of that. Now, I'm talking about sales and marketing, meaning taking money from a place where this money already exists. So, in sales, you're basically fundamentally dealing or negotiating with the other parties, uh, with the other party to have its money. Give me your money. Why should you give me your money? Why should I get your money? Or vice versa. Why should I give you my money and why should you give me your money? It depends on who is serving 
who. And this service has to be um, attributed a value. This service has to be seen as valuable or not valuable or uh, is it extremely valuable or it's like not really var- uh, valuable or not 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 really uh, better words could be um low on importance so we're talking about you know when we're talking about value we're talking about importance so you should buy my product because it's important that you buy my product if the result you want is the result i can give you so when we're talking about result there's two types of results Again, the spiritual and the science one. The spiritual result is the emotional result. And the scientific result is more about a financial uh, number. And in both cases, we, we can say it's offering your client... An ROI, a return on investment. That doesn't necessarily mean money. This could also be an emotional state, a better emotional state. ROI, return, result is just uh, better, you know? What do you want to better yourself? You want to become a better version of yourself. You want to become better than good you don't want to be good you want to be better because once you're good you can't be better than good you know good is like a, a limitation again we can we could go back to the justice system what is good what is bad okay yeah what is good what is bad what is good what is bad Phil- philosophy 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 uh, of course it's important to 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 stretch you know but there's also another part that's that I think to me is really uh, essential is psychology. And psychology is what can we make better? What can we be better at, you know? So sales, it's about, let's say, bettering. Sales is about bettering. But there is the real bettering and there is the false bettering there are the people that are saying yeah i will make your life better with a seductive voice and they will fuck you up only for your money and these people will eventually probably be poor emotionally and you probably don't want to be that guy and on the other side there's this guy that says I will give you everything you want and everything you need. And again, extremely seductive. And you will be the happiest person alive. 
But you won't have a house. Every day you will beg for food. Every day you, you will be sleeping outside and freezing your ass. But, you know, so both sides, so, uh, on this second side, you will be rich emotionally, but you will be poor financially. What I'm suggesting you is the balance between both. You don't need millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, trillions and trillions. You don't need uh, the best cocaine in the world to feel so good for this amount of time and then feel so bad for this amount of time and just going into this emotional roller coaster all your life hey let's just find this place where it's it's a uh, it's reasonable and also rational it's emotionally acceptable and also intellectually acceptable while at the same time pushing your own emotional boundaries and emotional deepness yeah i don't know if that's a word but uh and also at the same time putting words on those emotions that you are living that's beautiful being able to explain to other people and explain to the, to yourself with words, the feelings that you're feeling. And when you don't understand a thing, you just talk to God. Hey, I don't understand a thing. That's the feeling I'm feeling right now. The feeling that everything is too big to be understood. It's just too big. But I want to get closer to the truth. I want to get closer to you. Put words in my mouth. You know, just praying like this or talking to yourself is also, you know, pretty similar. If you identify yourself as God and as an individual at the same time. If you identify yourself as a human and as the cosmos at the same time. And I think that the... To me right now, the the people that are doing this the best are the Israelites, the, the people from Israel, the country. Um, I'm I'm probably going to talk more about about this in the future because this is where I study. I study Hebrew. Let's say I study the words of the Hebrew Bibles, and I have teacher. Uh, I have a, a teacher that is guiding me into this realm of emotions. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's, it's it's beautiful. But okay, let's go back to sales and marketing because I want to end this podcast, and we'll have plenty of time to talk about you know, religion and theology and 
all these biblical lectures and history of, about um, these uh, persona in the Bible and the significance of these uh, of these images and you know anyway sales marketing so I went into sales a little bit more and we could conclude that sales is um, a premise like I said oh it's seductive you will have this you will have that and this you only have to give me this amount of money or you only have to give me this amount of time because money and time is you know close to each other like we said energy time money economy resources whatever information in motion chemical in motion you get the point emotional emotion in motion emotion energy in motion okay <laughs> uh, so sales is a premise i promise you this this is why in sales you have contracts and you have responsibilities you have things to respect you have you know you're dealing you're negotiating uh you know in let's say non-disclosure agreements it's an agreement like do you agree that for the next year you will not talk about the project we are working on okay for the next year i will not uh share with other people objectively the chemical um, <laughs> the, 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 the neurological connections I have in my brain relative to your project. When people will ask me about my job, I'll say, uh, I can't tell you the neurological pathways I have in my brain because this is, a, you know, we're working on a project. Okay, we're working on a project. We can't talk about this project with the rest of the world. And this to me is like, okay, we're, we're, we're in the subjective world because if you... Let's say, okay, we're working on a movie right now. And everybody has access to that movie or, or this script or this idea or this patent. There would be like so much copying. You know, every time you create some something, someone else would just copy you immediately. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad. But... In order to innovate, you have to have a certain leverage. You have to to have a certain amount of time to work on your project. You have to, like... But that is only if your project is, like, a small group. Your, your, your business is, like, let's say, 50 people or 1,500 people. But if it's a country... All working together, all sharing information transparently, it's a different dynamic 
I would highly suggest you look at the book, uh, the, 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 the Economical Miracle of Israel Country, something like that. You, you can search for that book. It's a blue book with the, the Star of David at the center. Or the Star of Solomon, pretty much the same thing. There are differences, but I don't know the differences yet. Um, so premise, agreements, blah, 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 sales. Uh, and it's sales also makes me think about it and an, an amount of time. Because when you trade an object, when you, you, you give the ownership of an object to another person, let's say this is my cup of coffee and I give it to you then it's your cup of coffee. It's like almost immediate. When you compare this transaction to time, it's like, um, uh, let's say one second. It's just like uh, a finger clap, you know, boom. This is your cup, this was my cup. Boom, it's done. But if we're talking about, let's say, transitioning... Uh, You know, long transitions, it takes, let's say, three years. We'll sat down, we'll sit down three years all together and we'll figure out how I can sell your company or how we can work together. And then, you know, this is a lot of time, a lot of resources, a lot of energy. And it's just not, you know, I'll give you a cup of coffee and you give me five bucks. Now it's like, okay, I give you $2 million for your time for the next year just to see, just to take the time to look at the opportunities of maybe we can work together. Maybe not. So I'm risking two millions and one year of my time because you have leverage over me. You have what I want. You can serve me more than I can serve you. Your company can serve me more than my company can serve you. It goes back to um, to yeah, emotional ROI or financial ROI. Are you looking more for Are you currently more interested in emotional ROI or financial ROI? And this depends on your position, your resources, and the leverage you have. So, let's say a big company is being approached by a small company. So, what I mean by big company and small company i'm talking about let's say financially a big company financially they have a lot of money and a small company that have not as much as not as much money as the big company has but we can also change this word like financially with Um, emotionally the small 
company can be richer emotionally than the big company is richer emotionally. We're talking about wealth. We're talking about richness. We're talking about... Um, I have to look at this word in French. is a... Plenitude. Plenitude in English is... Oh. Plenitude. Plenitude. Or uh, abundance. Épanouissement. Uh, épanouissement in English is... Um, I think it's like fulfilling. Okay, so let's go back to my point of um, big company approach a small company or a small company uh, company approach a big company. Um, who should serve who? You know, let's say that the the culture, you know, the 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 values that are being shared in the organization in the small business is beautiful, like transparency. Uh, so now I'll say my values that I find the most beautiful. So transparency, vulnerability, courage, humility, honesty, Uh, integrity um, these are very beautiful words to me they mean a lot and I can uh, dig inside those words and find you know different stories and say okay and this this is a story of humility this is a story of integrity this is an example of honesty this is an example of um, courage or this is a an example of uh, vulnerability and I think vulnerability can be misunderstood uh, when I'm talking about vulnerability I'm, I'm more about I, I'm more talking about the courage to show your vulnerable parts so that then they're exposed and then you can be subject to humility towards uh, this um, uncomfortable situation that you have to go through to be a better version of yourself, let's say. Um, so this small company with beautiful values, this beautiful... Uh, culture d'entreprise en français, en anglais, enterprise culture, approach the big company it's, and, and, and tells them, uh, I can help you. We can help you have a better uh, energy inside your company, a better vibe, a better frequency, a better um, culture. You know, if, if you look at the word culture, the art 
and other manifestations of human intellectual achievement regarding collectivity. So it's, you know, culture is, is uh, close to collectivity. So in this specific situation or context that I have developed with you, Who has the leverage? Who wants what? Both want something. The small company wants... Okay, so maybe not necessarily, but let's say that the small company is asking the big company for money. Because it's the small company serving the big company because the variable of return on investment they're both looking at is emotions but maybe they're not both looking at emotions um, emotional return on their emotional input you know a better emotional output after their emotional input there could be incentives for financial inputs and financial outputs this small company will only charge me 5000 a year and there will be three individuals inside my building every day taking care of the psychology of my employees. That's wonderful. That's a great price. That's so cheap. And the small business can see this as... Uh, a, a wonderful opportunity to, 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 to generate financial return on their time, on the value of their time. Let's say the value of their time is, uh, the, the, the value of the time of the small company is $1,000 an hour. And now when they're working with this big company, this big company value financially the the time of the small company at $5,000 an hour. So the small company is making a financial profit of $4,000 an hour when they're working with the big company. And the big company, you know, th this is when things start to, be complicated, be, uh, uh, start being complicated because we're talking about words now. When we go into the emotional return on investment, let's say um, the emotional value of the big company at first was um, uh, jealousy and uh, the word in the English is angry jealousy and angry people full of angry and choleric people in the big company and they their emotional value is worth you know is worth angry and misery and the emotional value of 
the small company is courage and transparency and humility. So the big company is making a profit of, let's say, let, let's find a word between angry and between humility, uh, peace. So the big company is making a profit of peace inside their organization while the uh, small company is making uh, is spending an emotional value of let's say taking a little bit of that angriness purifying the 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 the, the the misery of the big company because when you when you work with people that are miserable you take their energy and you 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 purify it through yourself especially if you're trying to teach them intellectually what you're doing because you can ask them give me your negative energy and you immediately get rid of it it it, it passes through you it's like they think they're giving it to you, but they're giving it to, let's say, God. They're giving it to the unknowable. They're giving it back to the, to the source or the dimensions we can't perceive and we'll never be able to perceive with our current um, human perception and cognitive abilities or... <laughs> electrical um, current uh, touch <laughs> I don't have the words you, you know the, the problem of perception is a uh, it's like um, this question is it okay so I think you get the point with the, the, the emotional value and the financial value of a big company, a small company, how can they, they both can exchange um, with each other reasonably and with rational decisions. So let's end on this uh idea this model to put everything together into one thing once and for all some people think that we as humans are in the central of the universe l'homme est au centre de tout okay Human is uh, in the center of everything. And others think that God is in the middle of everything, is in the center of everything. So some people worship God and some other people worship humans. But this is what I suggest. And this... From what I understand, this is also what the Hebrew people or the, 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 
the, the people that are studying Kabbalah or uh, mysticism, you know, Jewish mysticism, they, they have great virtues, they have great temperaments, uh, they have amazing relationships with their wives, they have great educational systems, they, their, their way of doing business is different, it's, it's kind of weird, uh, because I just studied that in a book recently, and I really enjoyed it, and the things I'm learning with, again, my, my teacher or mentor, we're talking about these things, and from what I understand, these people, the Israel nation, are seeing the world as, they're seeing the world not from a God perspective or not from a human perspective, but from a relationship with God and human or a relationship with human and God. This connection, this, this divine connection, this pure connection, this immediate connection, this intimate connection, this is beautiful. And I'm here to share this with you guys. And just in what I said right there, this is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, t I'm talking to God right now. I'm talking to the everything. I'm talking to the creator. I created myself. What do I mean by I? Am I talking about me as an individual or me as the cosmos? It, it, it's it's beautiful. It's it's like a, it's pure consciousness. It's a, it's infinite. Um, it's a. I don't have the words. The words are only. A mirage. But if you can see through the word, you can see. Let's just take a look at this word see. There's the word see, but behind the word see. There's an observation. There's an experience. This is the connection with God. It's like seeing God. It's right there, everywhere around you. You are part of it. Because if someone else is looking at you, he's also looking at God. He's looking at the cosmos. He's looking at himself. It's like if... Right now, I'm speaking to myself, or I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to God, or 
God is speaking to me. I'm asking questions and the answers come to me. I have convictions, I have answers, and I I can go against God. You are not right. I have the truth. Why did you decide to do this, blah, blah, blah? But eventually, God will just ask you a question again. If you're mad at God, and, and let's say, I am mad at you because you did this to me. God will say, why are you mad at me? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So we went from, we didn't even do marketing. <laughs> Let's make this quick, marketing. Marketing is basically, um, you know, marketing talks about the market. We could talk about the, the emotional market or the financial market. And you can advertise, promote certain emotions. You can promote certain uh, financial gains or financial loss, you can promote expenses or you can promote income. You know, you can, again, like I said, marketing is spending money. So you can spend money on an, on an employee. You can spend money on a, on a, on a service. When you're on the marketing side, you're looking for a buyer. And when you're on the sales side, you're looking for a marketing. You're, you're looking for a, an advertisement. You're looking for information. When you have the money to spend, when you have the time to spend, when you're in a spending position, you're... You're in a, you know, you're the buyer. There's a buyer, there's a seller. The seller, the ones looking, the, the one looking to sell is the one who markets his product. So you take a product or, or a service, you know, it, it can be the same. You're marketing energy. Let's just use the word energy. And you're at the same time according a value to that energy. This is what we offer. Four, part, four production podcast a month for $4,000 a month here at Black Box Studio. And then us... At Reborn Digitally, we do the realization, so the, the post-production video editing, and then we do the distribution. And the, the, the branding and the conception of your brain, 
uh, of your brand is made by Black Box and okay, what's the idea behind your podcast? Why are you starting it? The blah, blah, blah. What are your ideas? Perfect. Here's a financial price or here is an emotional price. So you make an offer, you make a premise, and the offer is either accepted or refused or renegotiated, and that's the market. The market is deciding. The best example I can give you is like, oh, my time is worth $500,000 a month. Perfect. Go tell that to the market. And if the market doesn't agree with you, then your you, my time is worth $500,000 an hour is subjective to you. It is not objective to the market. So that is marketing. Choosing a price, choosing a product, choosing a service, choosing a, a trade, Choosing an opportunity, choosing a, uh, an offer, and then promoting it, sharing it through the means of productions. Maybe that's not the right word. Uh, through the medium of the, the, through the current media, let's let's call it media, marketing media medium of exchange of information which is very close to money this is why we when we want to market something or when we want to advertise something we pay to advertise it because there's a chance that the, the money we have we will have used let's say $500 to promote this service to the market and then I find the buyer that's going to pay me $4,000 a month so I have a profit, I have a return on investment on my uh, a return on investment on my money or a financial return. And you can also do the same. You can be in the street screaming and advertising. Uh, your emotional state. I will make you the best version of yourself. Uh, I can I can give you everything you want in three seconds or whatever, and you scream out loud until someone hears you. And then someone takes the deal and then you give them 1% of your emotional energy and uh, in exchange... They, they have a profit of 5,000% of positive energy inside their body. You get the point. Marketing. So we went from spirituality, science, theology, morality, religion, infinity, finite, letters, numbers, education, justice, Information, philosophy, psychology, mind, intellect, philosophy, psychology, government, politics, money, resources, energy, economy, time, business, sales, and marketing. This is wonderful.
So what do I do with this? I teach people that. I coach people that. I charge millions of dollars for that. I uh, I build a system. I build a course. I'm asking for guidance to God. God, what should I do? You know better than me. Why do you say I know better than you? Because you're the one that knows everything. Yes, but don't you know things? I do know things. But I'm not quite sure what should I do. You have so much information, my friend, my son, my creator. Use that information. Put that information into motion like you're doing right now by recording this podcast. You're doing the right thing already. Now go offer this material for an emotional price and for a financial price to the people that can accept the offer and pay with their time or with their money depending on the leverage they have and depending on the leverage you have. Keep investing in yourself. Keep investing in others. And your wife will take good care of you. And you will take good care of your wife. Amen. And I hope you loved this as much as I did. I love you guys. And reach out to me if that went profoundly into your heart. And and I don't know. This fire inside of you just lit up and you woke up for the first time.